0: Show 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. Monday through Friday, the Money Mike Syndicated Radio Podcast. We're gonna kick it off as we get into the second half of the Monday morning show. Just came across the desk. We've lost another great one. You know, in the midst of all of this, and I know what my producers are saying to me, but uh, we're losing the great ones but God's calling them all home. Absent from the body, present with the Lord, John Thompson, head coach, Georgetown University. A mentor, a friend, a man who would stood all. And the one thing that John cared about was his players. As I get right back to Brady and Bruce Ahrens, but I wanted to take a moment that this just came across. John Thompson was a man's man. John Thompson, for those of you who don't know, uh, John Thompson uh, was the main figure, biggest presence as to what ESPN is today. Uh, They didn't have, uh, ESPN was doing their show at the time out of the trailer, and they went and basically put together a package that put together some of the most entertaining characters at the time, and when I say characters, meaning they all had their own swag, and it was called the Big East, and we knew all across the country the Big East is what it was all about, and Legendary coming down through that. Uh, John Thompson strongly reminded me of my high school coach, uh, Herb Blanchard McIntyre High School. Many of you may or may not know, John had the same uh, words, the same name for all his players. And that was M blank, F blank, and what he always said, you're going to play some defense. So blank, blank, play defense, and but... When players had issues, uh, as you look at today, which everybody's familiar uh, with colleges and uh, as far as boosters or other getting involved with the program, John John shut it down. John was protective of his players. Uh, John knew what politics and what power was all about. Uh, John knew how he called his players and basically said, uh, you're going to get in the middle of this. Uh, John Thompson was not someone who would back down. And to see him persevere, and, you know, as he had to go through it like everybody else, Michael Jordan snuck one out on him. But George finalized, came on back, Big John, and uh, he finalized that. And it's just a tribute and an honor just to know. But, you know, God has his own purpose. And, you know, what happens is once that destiny or feel, well done, my good and faithful servant, uh, you, it's a joyous time. It's a time of celebration. But what he meant to Georgetown University, the basketball program, the students that it was able to bring, because any successful athletic program, students tend to enroll in schools that have successful programs. Also, an opportunity as his son Took over the program there as well, but John was always sitting in his chair. He was always somewhere where you could find him, and he was the life, the lifeblood. And we talk about blue blood. Well, if you look at Big John, Big John was the blue blood of Georgetown University, prestigious law institution. And we just want to say thank you, Lord, for John Thompson, and as he goes on to glory. And just wrapping up a little bit on Bruce Arians, Tom Brady, uh, behind the scenes, you know, the media's got to report something. And obviously they've been in camp, running plays, in the playbook. And when I look at that, just moving forward, uh, closing out the topic on the second half as we get into the Miami uh, Heat game, Milwaukee, just want to say that Bruce and Brady got a lot of work to do. And when they get to where they're going to be, the one thing about the NFL that's different than the NBA, and you'll hear me make comparisons all the time, uh, is the fact that the NBA you can fix it pretty quick, but the NFL um, you have to understand that that that's a physical game. Uh, you're taking the, the the biggest men, the strongest specimens. You're taking the men who who are constantly in there, and uh, Brady Brady, as Shannon Sharp would say, has a little happy feet. And that's common uh, because nobody wants to sit back there with 300-pound men chasing you down. And they're going to have to figure that timing out. But from the media standpoint, it's great to report that there may be a little riff. But there is no riff behind the scenes. They're just trying to work it out. they got to work out their audibles. they got to work out the signals. So it takes quite a bit as they prepare. But once the game starts, I just hope this. Bruce will be ready. And you just have to know the question is, will Brady be ready? Brady, you've been under the, really, you've been kind of sheltered, okay? Because basically everyone's put you down as the greatest. But you're also playing with one of, respectively, the greatest coaches. And the greatest coach, respectively, his primary is Bill Belichick, is defense. And everybody knows defense wins championships. So we have to understand that Tom Brady can only control the offense. So we'll leave it at that. Uh, we won't get too deeply into it. Uh, we'll have to see how it develops. Um, one of the things I want to move forward to is you've got a big game getting ready to kick off right now. Um, and you've got to look at Miami and Milwaukee. Uh, they're going to go at today. In, interesting uh, as far as what the actual schedule itself will present. We're getting down to the Final Four. Uh, as you know, Boston and Toronto. And Miami and Milwaukee. Uh, Final four undetermined as of yet. Uh, Houston OKC, I believe, as I said all along, it'll be Houston. L.A. Clippers moved into the final four. Denver, Utah, that one's going to be shocking because you got young legs against old legs. And either one of those teams are going to run the Clippers until they get tired. Uh, But just getting back to Miami, Milwaukee, Jimmy Butler, uh, that's going to be the big factor uh, whether or not Jimmy is uh going to be healthy enough to go uh, because Miami will fight uh Milwaukee, as you know i 've already put it out there i mean it 's an interesting scenario, and you 'll hear me speak about it and as a grow as I speak about it i 've got the bucks going all the way, I got the Lakers matching them up uh but let 's take a flip coin of that The bucks are going to have to get through the celtics and uh, And the Celtics, uh, you'll hear me just break that down a little bit, but I think Toronto has no chance against the Celtics. The matchups are terrible for Toronto. And what Brad Stevens is going to do, Brad is going to expose you. So, but back to Miami, uh, Butler, what's going on with him? He's the cornerstone. I mean, he's the alpha dog as well. And Butler is hampered, soft tissue, uh, you know, ankles, things like that. I mean, you play this game every day. Uh, you're pounding up and down on the wood, uh, and basically things are going to just wear down. And you're not having a regular season, actually, where you're getting the rest. You're in a bubble. They've been increased the number of games, short amount of time, and that's not doesn't do any favors for players that've been in the league for a while. You know, he's expected to be active. Uh, looks like it's going to be a game time decision. And with that game time decision, uh, you want to also really put it in perspective. Jay Crowder also's got an ankle that's bothering him. And he's projected to suit up, but again a game time decision. That's what you don't want. Chris Silva, stress fracture, public bone. He's got he's gonna be out extended pillar prime. can get back if they extend, I don't think that's possible. So Miami's getting hit with some injuries, but Milwaukee's got some injuries as well. And you wanna look at the two guards, uh, obviously both strained out as far as strain. Uh Bledsoe been struggling has been up and down all playoffs every time he's been in a bubble um it's unknown if he'll go game one we're, we're game time on that and you know Hill's likely to you know take on the heat uh been in the middle of the protests actively actually ma- taking the first step in the protest as it was in their own backyard in milwaukee so basically that's what you got from an injury standpoint and we're going to have to figure out if they're going to be ready to go, uh, if the teams are going to be a- able to play uh, at the level they need to play. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to hop back on it. We're going to close it up for the day. But we want to keep that in mind because that's what they're actually facing. Injuries riddle. who's ready to go and who's not ready to go, is going to be the question in that Miami series. And we just got to know from the standpoint also that if Miami is not healthy, I think you're gonna just be an easy run that's gonna come out of that. That's gonna come out of that for the Bucs. The Bucs have been this before. Uh, it's not anything special to them, and they figured out how to win. Now we just want to know if Miami could do the same. We'll be wrapping it up, coming back here when we return. We're gonna talk a little bit about the 49ers and the Las Vegas Raiders. We'll give you the ups and downs on what the future bets or who Vegas says is going to win the championship, and then we're just going to sit back and relax and watch it. All right, so enjoy your break, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Money Mike's Morning Show, 6 a.m. to 7 a.m., Monday through Friday. Get up with us. We'll get your day started. We'll get you moving in the right direction. And one thing we always will say, we want you to have a beautiful day. Money Mike's, Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. Syndicated Radio Podcasts. All right, we're back in action. Uh, we're gonna wrap it up as we move forward. Uh, so we got Miami, as we kind of know, they're a little banged up. We've got the Bucks; are a little banged up. Uh, it's nothing special. What are they saying out there? They got Miami at a at a getting a plus five. Uh, Bucks are a five and a half point favorite. Publics on this, it's kind of a toss up, 50 56 percent, and it's just gonna depend on who can go. Um, Milwaukee's a little deeper, a lot of size. I think that's going to bother Miami quite a bit. Where's money, Mike? On this, I'm rolling with the Bucks. These are times when second round it's going to be sweep sweep. You might get sweep on the other end. Uh, if you look at uh, Boston against Toronto, terrible matchup for Toronto. Houston, Oklahoma, uh, simple stuff. Uh, the only thing, the only thing that could put Houston in a game, which uh, Houston's a five and a half point favorite. Houston wins against the spread. Only thing that put Houston in a game is they're trying to integrate Westbrook back into it. And as Westbrook gets integrated back in, as I've said once, twice, three times before, you cannot come off the couch, you cannot come off training and be able to duplicate the speed of the game. Conditioning to play in the NBA, the most conditioning athletes you have ever seen. If you want to watch something amazing, take a look at the athletes who are running up and down at full speed and do not sweat. Uh, so basically it, you, you, are going to be in the shape. And once you get in shape, uh, the one thing that's important in the NBA is you don't get out of shape if you get, because it takes too long to get back in and they're playing at a fast pace and defense is what the playoffs are going to grind down to in the final four. So easy pick on that. As I said, I'm with the bucks. I roll all day Houston. I'm rolling with you. Uh, got no issues over there again. You're 64%. That's safe. What did Money Mike do over the weekend? We swept the board. uh, Basically had a single push, 14 on the game, and the other two we took them down pretty easy. Uh, These were going to get a little bit more interesting. As I said, I'll never bet against Brad Stevens, and we swept that board as well. So as you get to know me, you'll find out I've got it dialed in, uh, and you can also. But uh, take your own uh, opinion. Uh, I strongly believe in mine. No one else believes in it. So when I pick them, I give them to you in advance. I use analytics, and we're gonna move right ahead. So if we look at it, I'm gonna teach you a little bit about future betting. Obviously, somebody in the final four. Uh, you gotta look at who's gonna win the whole thing. The most amazing thing is it. Uh, the Clippers currently at three to one, almost four to one, three point seven uh the lakers are right behind them 3.75 which is equivalent 4 to 1 bet you pick them uh what does that mean and when they're saying futures if you put up $100 uh basically that just means uh if the clippers won you'd return $375 back to you uh the bucks are just a decimal point right behind 3.8 against 4 to 1 so it's really a pick them. pick one when you believe is going to win and at that point uh the, if they do win then you would actually receive that return, okay? So the neat thing about it, I love Boston, and if I were going to place a futures bet today, I believe that uh, it's worth it to pick Boston I was going off at 8-1, to one, meaning if you bet $100 on Boston, you're going to have an opportunity to have $800 winning, okay, minus your $100, of course. So that is what I see. And the Lakers, I believe they will be there. I don't believe the Lakers can beat the Bucs, but let's spin that around. If the Lakers play Boston, I do believe the Lakers will beat Boston. So this comes down to matchups. It's no different than boxing styles make fights. Uh, So you want to put that in consideration that uh, I'm going to stick on that topic for the Laker fans. Relax. LeBron's got this. He's going to take you home. Enjoy the memory. Uh, Go ahead and start shopping. Go to Costco. Get all of your party supply needs for the series because uh it's gonna move quickly from this stage on. Transitioning, let's talk a little bit about the 49ers, San Francisco 49ers and the Las Vegas Raiders. Fan, you heard it from me here first. Uh John Gruden and Kyle Shanahan, uh great coaches. The extension of that, Mike Shanahan, is uh he's got a little helper. Uh they both have helpers. Mike Mayock as uh, general manager of the Las Vegas Raiders, and Mike Shanahan, the father of Kyle Shanahan. They're going to kick off, and I'll I'll read this to you, the first six games, and uh, didn't include any bye weeks or anything like this, but the first six games, what I see and what's important and what I see is a breakdown because I'm going to give you a full coverage. I'll give you a report on each team and also reports on their division. And again, as Money Mike stated earlier, I cover the 49ers and the Raiders, Uh, take a good look, and uh, both are trending successfully. 49ers coming off a Super Bowl, they should have won. Raiders getting it together, but they're getting it together the right way, and they're building something over there, so both have um, something that uh, is going to be interesting. I do believe these two could meet in the Super Bowl. Uh, Again, that's Money Mike's high conspiracy, but they're both trending. Let's take a look at uh, what the 49ers are going to face. First six games is what I try to break down. I look at matchups, quarterbacks, coaches, defensive coordinators. But the 49ers' first six games are going to play the Cardinals, Jets, Giants, Eagles, Dolphins, and the Rams. And to put that in perspective, uh, the Cardinals, they're up and coming. They're not quite ready. 49ers, there's one goal this year, win the Super Bowl. The Jets, if you've been watching them on Hard Knocks, Anthony Lynn's getting them together. Uh, The Giants, they're strong. They're just not there yet. The Eagles have been back and forth, but they're they're, they're beatable. And the Dolphins and the Rams, of course, the Rams are a divisional game. And there's a big difference between playing and every year the NFL makes a schedule. But the divisional games are going to be tougher. Taking a look at the Raiders and i forgive me because you will hear me say the Oakland Raiders uh the Raiders um the, one of the things that the Raiders got uh the Raiders got the Panthers the Saints the Patriots the Bills the Chiefs and the Buccaneers so if you look at that collectively and you really want to know what are they going to do those two teams potentially and when i say potentially the Raiders could be 6 and 0. The 49ers could be 6 and 0 as well. I do believe that the 49ers high percentage going 6 and 0. I believe the Raiders will be right behind them at 5 and 1, if not 6 and 0 themselves. The Raiders are built and they're building something strong, John Gruden uh, has got a team and John Gruden's building that team to do something special. And when you look at how they're going to come together, um I just see it as where this thing is going to move from and what it's going to end up. And in the NFL, uh, one of the things I'll share, I'll take you a little bit behind the scenes. It takes years to build an NFL team. I mean, you do get a quick turnaround sometime, but you can't, it's not like basketball. You can't do what you did with the Clippers in the NFL. You can't take a bunch of players, put them together and say, okay, let let me see if you guys are going to have camaraderie. Let me see if you guys are going to be able to be cohesive. Uh, Is this going to be a seamless transition? In the NFL, you're dealing with men, men who have families, and division breaks out. Fight breaks out in practices, and that's one of the things why I agree with Bruce Arians. Uh, You don't want NFL players protesting because the body, anytime you're playing a game of, as I call it, legal assault and battery, uh, you don't want those players getting in grou- involved in crowds, mixing things like that because their mentality is completely different. They go out and they play a game in front of sixty, seventy thousand 70,000 people. They bang their heads back and forth, and it is very, very violent. If you really watch it, and I've been up close on the sidelines and you're watching it and what the players do, this is not a game that you play with. This is a game that has the best players. So every college team in the country, you take their best player that was on that team the last five years, and that may be one of the players that you see in the NFL. And when you first thing, all players look at is they notice the difference is the speed of the game, which everybody is fast. So when you get a middle linebacker or somebody's running as 250, 265 pounds, they're running four or five, you know, and they're compacting speed versus power and mass. Uh, that's a violent attack. And with players, the one thing you can't do with the NFL players, you can never mic them up because the things that are being said on the field, you would want want your children or your families to see. So we still have to protect the client image, and we want to go cautiously because if a protester does something wrong, spit on an NBA player, he only knows one reaction. And as I said and mentioned in boxing, if you get in there and you can be trained, they can give you all the responses but if something happens, you get in the fear of flight, you're going to return back to what you know. And in the NFL, linemen have one thing, they grab men by their chest, by their throat, and it is very violent. As Reggie Bush said, it is not the kind of game that I thought it was, but once I adjusted, I was able to play in NFL, meaning it is more violent than anything you can see. But that's a tribal warfare, and that's what America lives, and that's why we cheer each and every time our team plays. So looking at that collectively, you want to really just put that in perspective and let's get the NFL players moving on a plan. The thing that's going to be nice to see is the players in the NFL, not like the NBA, they don't get an opportunity to do as many commercials and they don't have an opportunity to speak. Uh, So this will be really, really a major step as it is in America and a major step for the NFL is players will have a voice players will be able to speak and we're going to move this back in the right direction. So I'm looking forward to what will be done and what will be said. Also, um, we we've talked a little bit about, uh, what's, what's going on the 49ers and the Raiders. I I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, and I'm looking forward to going to Las Vegas. Uh, I'm looking forward to taking a look at the new stadium, Allegiant Stadium out there, uh, the Heat. So I think the Raiders are moving in the right direction. And don't you can't underestimate John. One thing John Gruden was able to do uh, is basically he was able to come in, take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers over from Tony Dungy. Tony Dungy, one of the outstanding coaches in the NFL, and he added something to him, and he's trying to add something to the Raiders, as you know, Antonio Brown would have been excellent, didn't work out, but that's not going to let stop and Mike Mayotte and also John Gruden. John's going to put a bite into the game this year, uh, and he's going to make sure that the Ra- the Raiders are ready to play and when you look at that from that standpoint uh, it's it's viable. And with the Raiders, I say they're going to win. Uh, they're going to do it the Raiders' way. As you know, Mark Davis uh, is excited, and it's just going to bring it back home. So you've you got to know that there's things that the Raiders do that you can appreciate as an organization. And when I say that, appreciate an organization, you can't get any more blue-collar than the Oakland Raiders. Now, the 49ers, on the other hand, they love the wine and it's a prestige uh, the organization. Just two different ways of doing things. But really, they're both uh, really doing the same thing. And, you know, with Kyle Shanahan, one of the best offensive play callers. They haven't figured it out just yet. So you, you'll you know that this is going to make good sense on both sides. It's going to be exciting. And But with John Gruden, you just never know with John what he's going to do, how he's going to do it, but he dials in. He's one of those 28-hour-a-week coaches, which means you know, 28 hours a day every week is what he wants to do, and it's going to work itself out. I think that uh, he's got the playbook. There's no doubt about that, and it's whether or not he can get his guys to bring the juice, as he always says. Can they bring the juice that's going to allow them to be successful? And... I'm looking forward on that. I think the 49ers have got the defense dialed in. I think they have the offense. So, truth be told, the other thing, the, my prediction uh, really is how it's going to shake out. I think the 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs are going to be playing in the Super Bowl again. Uh, that's just the way that one's going to feel itself out. I don't believe that they're going to get a chance to break away because the teams are too good. And if you put those two teams together, uh, they're just far in advance where everyone else. It takes a while to build an organization. I do believe the 49ers will be back into a dog fight battle with the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas, again, uh, they're, just, they're just talented all over the field. So NFL is going to kick off. We got the week, the season kicking off. And that's going to kick off on the 13th, we'll have a Thursday game prior. I'm going to look at that schedule. I'm not sure if they've scheduled it in, but it's football time and money. Mike, uh, we can give you the picks. Please understand they're entertainment only. All you have to do is play them, but plan with bankroll management. Money Mike's bankroll management just means if you have $200 of a bankroll and you want to play that weekend, you're probably going to come somewhere at 10 to $20 a game. Understanding everyone can't beat Floyd Mayweather, we cannot bet 100 but that's Floyd has got to be relevant to your income or disposable income. The reason Floyd Mayweather can bet as much as he bets is because he has Warren Buffett. And if you have Warren Buffett coming to your event and in your locker room, that really tells me you have uh, financial stability. Other than that, we look forward to it tomorrow. Once again, Lakers fans, relax. Uh, your time is coming and Raiders 49ers, that's going to be a good one. So for all of you who have have kind of tossed away and uh, haven't got your Las Vegas merch yet, I'm going to get mine. Make sure you get yours. Tune in with us tomorrow, Tuesday morning. We'll be back at it once again, and we'll be bringing you the latest and greatest as everything's going on. I see NBA is uh, rocking and rolling, so everything's right on track. It's a positive Monday morning. I just asked everybody to... Keep doing what you're doing. You be you, I'll be me, and we're going to just go ahead and enjoy. And again, this is the Money Mike's Morning Show. 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. We come into you Monday through Friday. We're letting to do what it's supposed to do, get you up in the morning, wake you up, get you started, push-ups, sit-ups, treadmill, do what you do, taking a walk, and we're going to always entertain. And we know that we're fulfilling a purpose, and that's the purpose he's given us from the master producer. So you do you, I'll be me, and we'll be right back at you tomorrow. Money Mike's.